Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I truly hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. God wants transformations and manifestation to happen in all of our lives. Transformations and manifestation that have caused those of us who are His to become more godly people who live more blessed and godly lives. It's a promise that's written all throughout God's Word. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we learn God's Word so we can learn about and respond properly to what God's Word says about all the transformations and manifestation that God wants to do in the lives of me and you. And so we can experience those transformations and manifestation that He wants to happen in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Jeremiah chapter 18. See, for transformation to occur, we have to first hear God's Word. That's step one. Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and, and, and go down to the potter's house. He said, Detroit virgin say, Get off your butt and go down to the church. Hallelujah. There I will cause thee to hear my words. For transformation to occur, we have to first hear God's words. That word hear right there means to hear intelligently. To hear intelligently. How's, what is hearing intelligently? With the implication of attention and obedience. Or another way of phrasing, I'm going to listen up and then I'm going to step up and I'm going to do what I just heard. I said, I'm going to listen up, then I'm going to step up and I'm going to do what I just heard. Because it is the power of God unto salvation. In other words, we hear God's word with the intention to believe and do what we heard. And then after hearing it, we believe it and we do it. Let's go back to the, to the restaurant. No, here. No do. No transformation for you. No here. No do. No transformation for you. But I heard no do. You hear and do for transformation to happen to you. If you don't hear and do, no transformation for you. Go to James chapter 1. Look, your neighbor say, you need hear and do. For transformation that happened to you, James chapter 1. Life is here, but we don't do. I'm making it comical, but, but that's only because I'm, I, I, it makes me want to cry. You know how that song be saying, it make me want to shout? It made me want to shout. But it ain't hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you hear all these people, get all this good word, and it don't, ain't, but ain't transformed by what they heard. Hallelujah. Where they before and after picture, everything looked like before. Ain't no after. They show you, here's before, here's after. And you'll be like, wait a minute, ain't that before? Ain't that the same person? Ain't they still just a scatterbrain and unfaithful and lazy and trifling and short-tempered and, and, and just as un, undependable and as they was before? What, 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 what? Wasn't that supposed to be a change? <laughs> supposed to be. But no here, no do, no transformation for you. We in James chapter, we in James chapter one, verse 21. See, changes actually occur from hearing and doing what the word says 
shows us to do. Hearing and doing, verse 21, it says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to change your soul. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner a man he was. Straightway. That mean like right away. Folk do that. Not here. But let me use an example. I'm going to use it here for example, but it don't happen here. I'm going to use it here for example. Because imagine if a person got up in here and imagine if we just worship God all day and we praised and worship God all day. And then we heard a good word or heard what God had to say. We like, man, wasn't that a good service, man? It was, and then maybe even went and got us a, a Sunday, Sunday before we left too, praise God. And then stepped outside and saw some, we had a flat tire. Bleep, de bleep. Say, wait a minute. You, didn't you just hear all that? Wasn't that a change? Look, somebody put a dent in my car. This old, oh, bleep, de bleep. I ain't ever coming back to this bleep, de bleep church no more. What just happened? With ice cream still on your lips. Wasn't there no transformation? What? With all this good work? And probably the message that they was love, forgiveness. But no, here, no do. No transformation for you. <laughs> Go back to the word. He said in verse 23, For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened unto a man that beholdeth his natural face in the glass, but he forgetteth himself, but behold, he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. See, change actually occurs from hearing and doing what it is that we heard. Because if we don't do the word we heard, especially when we heard we ought to do it, then we're fooling ourselves thinking that any transformation is going to occur in our lives. We're fooling ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like buying a treadmill, praise God, and, 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 and having plans on what you're going to do with it and what it's going to do for you while you drinking a McDonald's shake on it, while you're walking on it. You're fooling yourself. Does that make sense? Got your water bottle, you're drinking your water, but you got a PB and J sandwich sitting up there too while you while you're walking and then you're biting and eating and wiping and biting and eating and stuff. Wait, I mean, aren't you defeating the purpose? Aren't you like burning calories and adding calories at the same time? That's like fooling yourself. See, we gotta be performers of the word. That's what that word doers mean. It's performers. Now this ain't performers like actors. This is performers like folk who really do it. And so we got enough actors in the body of Christ. We need some more people that's actually doing it. Because I told you, I'm going to petition the Academy Awards and say, you need to add some more categories if you want Christians to watch it. Here's, a, here's some of the categories we're going to have. You know, we're going to add some categories and stuff like that. Maybe one who act like they really being touched by the Holy Ghost. And then we're we, we, we going to have some folk. We're going to show different scenes. Because they was acting. They wouldn't. Amen. Or acting like that they was listening to the word. And then they're going to do a close-up. And when I say, turn to this Bible, turn to this page, you don't see them turning. They turn to this page, and they're going to close up to their eyes, and they're going to be sitting there like this. And stuff like this. <laughs> We're going to come up with some categories, but I'm telling you, it's going to, 
How about this? Act like I'm a doer of the word, but don't do a single thing I heard. There's no laughter on that one. Praise God. <laughs> that must not be the category that we ought to include. Huh? They'd be like, how are we going to narrow this down to only three people? Praise God. Let me read it out of the Bible in basic English. Verse 25 might help you. The Bible in basic English makes it a little bit more basic. It said, but he who goes on looking into the true law, which makes him free, being not a hearer without memory, but a doer putting it into effect. This man will have a blessing on his acts. That means for there to be any kind of true manifestation of transformation, we have to put into effect what we heard in God's word. We have to put it into effect. So if the Bible said, he who still, still no more, then don't steal no more. But now you have to redefine stealing. Because some of y'all don't include taking stuff from work as stealing. Some of us don't include not showing up to work on time as stealing. Leaving early as stealing. Hallelujah. Not reading your books in school, but, but, but writing on the test, I read it. Now they ain't stealing, that's lying, excuse me. Praise God, amen. That's a different one. Erase that one, act like I didn't say that one. That didn't apply, praise God. Stealing. Hallelujah. How about, how, how about, how about coming up to get a car when you got the money? How about asking us to, 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 um, I ain't even said nothing yet. What y'all like, uh oh, and for dang, I ain't even said nothing yet. <laughs> Forget it then. Praise God. <laughs> y'all antis- trying to anticipate what I'm saying and stuff. <laughs> Let's go to this one, the 20th century New Testament. He reads it this way, verse 25 in the 20th century. That's closer to the one we live in. We in the 21st century. So a little closer. He said, but he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of freedom, and continues to do so, not listening to it and then forgetting it. What he preach about? I don't know. Not listening to it and then forgetting it. But putting it, that's right after you leave the service. What he preach about? Um, oh, it was good. He said something about, he said something about no, no, no food, no, no food, no, <laughs> no, 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 no money, no food, no something. He said something. Like, it was just funny. Get the CD, get the CD. Where's good? It says, but he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of freedom and continues to do so, not listening to it and then forgetting it, but putting it into practice, that man will be blessed in what he does. That man will be blessed in what he does. See, the blessing of a manifestation of transformation occurs when we put into practice what we heard in God's word. When we put into practice what we heard in God's word. It's when we do what we heard from the preaching and teaching of God's word. So we got to do it, y'all. Because if we don't do it, there ain't going to be no transformation. Now, God's going to be raining the water, the word down. Out of my belly is going to flow rivers of living water. The word going to be coming. But we got to put into practice what we hear. Turn to 1 Peter chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your magnificent word. Blessed by everything I ever read and heard. 1 Peter chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus, 
Start reading verse 21. It says, who by him do believe in God that raised him from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a perfect heart fervently. But notice, seeing that you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. So when you apply the truth in your life and obey the truth in your life, it will purify your soul. It'll get rid of all that stinking thinking, all that incorrect thinking. It'll be replaced with the correct thinking. Now you can obey what it is that he said. You do that by obeying what he said. That word obeying right there means attentive hearkening. That word obeying right there means attentive hearkening. You would think that the word obeying means doing what it says. But it starts with attentive hearkening. And then the implication goes into what you actually do because of it. But because it always starts with what you hear. It starts by attentive hearkening, paying attention to, leaning into what God's saying to me and you. By implication, it means compliance or submission. Compliance or submission, which means the thing that you heard while you was attentively hearkening to the word is what he wants you to have compliance with and what he wants you to be submitted to. Submission. Now, compliance, by definition, is the act of conforming, acquiescing, or yielding. The act of conforming, acquiescing, or yielding. So God doesn't want us to just hear his word. But he wants us to conform to his word, to acquiesce to his word, and or yield to what it says to me and you. He wants us to, he wants us to conform to his word. He wants it to be able to transform us, conform us. Hallelujah, remold us and shape us. He wants us to acquiesce to it. He wants us to yield to what it says to me and you. Like, okay, okay, all right. Okay, that's what you say. That's what I do. That's how you want me to be. That's how you want me to do. I'm sitting here reading, let no corrupting communication proceed out of your mouth, but only that which is good to edify. And I feel like cussing somebody out right now. I'm going to yield to what you say. I'm going to acquiesce. It says don't curse them, bless them. So I'll bless them. Not bless them out. Bless them. Bless them. And as old folk used to say, if you ain't got nothing good to say, Hey man, just, just shut up. Nod your head. Mm-hmm. We're to conform, to acquiesce, or to yield to what it says about who me and you are. We're supposed to yield to that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It told me that I was a man of kindness. When it told me that, I was not a man of kindness. But I had to conform to that. I had to yield to that. I had to acquiesce to that. Because he said I'm a man of kindness. God ain't wrong about nothing. So I had to turn into a man of kindness. Only problem is I was in a business that you ain't supposed to be kind in. I'm like, this is messing up business. He said, well, then drop the business and keep the kindness. I had to drop my business. But what I really dropped was the devil doing his business with me. So I can now yield and become the person I'm supposed to be. Now I'm a loving person, a kind person. Y'all better hurry up and say amen. Now I'm a loving person. I'm a, I'm a kind person. Praise God. I'm a gentle person. Amen. Hallelujah. 
I lay hands slowly on people now. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I complied with his word. Compliance is the act of conforming, acquiescing, or yielding. Because God doesn't want us to just hear his word. He wants us to be conformed by that word. To acquiesce to that word. To yield to what it is it says to me and you. We're to conform, acquiesce, or yield to what it is it says to who we are. It's, we're supposed to conform and acquiesce and yield to what it says about what we should do in and with our lives. In and with our lives. See, a lot of us love the word as long as it's talking about what it can do for us. When it starts telling us what we're supposed to do for him, that's another story. Mm-hmm. That's why y'all getting quiet and I ain't even started talking about it yet. Like you, you, you ready to, you ready to duck already. You like, <laughs> just suffice it to say that we should learn to do with, with our lives and in our lives what God's word says. So if God's word calls us sons, then we ought to act like we sons. And if he found out we servants, then we ought to be servants too. That's what he told us to do. When I read that scripture that said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves as a, together as the man of some is, that's a word straight from God that's telling me what to do with my life. So then that rescheduled everything in my life. I'm going to date myself. That's back when we had planners. Remember when you had day planners? Anybody remember that? I had a sweet day planner. Praise God, that sweet little black leather day planner. Praise God, it was just a sweet. And I unzip that thing, praise God, and I go to it and right down there. And then I'll, I'll pull out the calendar of the church. Whenever the church would put out this calendar, I'd pull, my, I'd pull out my day planner. And I'd write in everything that the church was doing where the word was flowing. Because he told me, forsake not the assembling of myself, so the manner of some here. It started interfering with other things like the basketball games that I used to coach and the basketball teams that I used to play on. And it started interfering with, with, the, with the basketball games I used to referee. So it was interfering with all of that. Guess which one I dropped? The stuff that was interfering with the word. Because he told me, forsake it not. So that meant it had, it didn't tell me, forsake not the basketball game you're playing. Hallelujah. True enough, I was a little more fit back then. But at the same time, I'll get back there again. Thank you for the encouraging word. Praise God. Amen. And, and stay in your seat while I'm talking. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> she know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Amen. So anyway, point I'm raising is, is that I had to, re- had to change my life to match what he said I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Because I found out I had been lied to. I was doing a whole bunch of other things in my life that I wasn't supposed to be doing with my life. So I had to start trimming the fat. Not the meat, the fat. Like there was times he had something going on in church when I was at work. I ain't quit. So don't you be quitting either. Well, Pastor, I quit because I'm missing things at the church. If you don't get your get you another job, you better. Amen. Just ask God to give you a job that allows you to do some things too. But at the same time, you still need to make some money. Hallelujah. So we move on. We're supposed to conform, acquiesce, because see, that's what the words say too. They say, if you don't work, you don't eat. Anyway, let's move on. It says cooperation or obedience. That's another one. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Obeying also is talking about compliance. Compliance also is talking about cooperation and obedience. God doesn't just want us to hear his word. 
but he wants to cooperate with it and or obey what it says to me and you. Cooperate with it and obey what it says to me and you. If it said tithe and offer, then we're supposed to tithe and offer. Don't get mad at me. I'm just talking about complying. I'm just using that as an example. I ain't trying to get you to do nothing. You just keep your little money. That's not what I'm trying to do. Praise God. You don't know me. Praise God. I believe God. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't guilt people or nothing like that. I don't do that. I just tell you what the word says. So if it says tithe and offer, then why are you just tithing? We got to comply with what it said. Enough said. God doesn't just want us to hear his word, but he wants us to cooperate with it and obey what it says to me and you. To cooperate. When it says, you know, that, that, that we ought to pray in the morning and pray in the evening, he ain't playing. He ain't just talking about when you eat in the morning and when you, and you eat in the evening. Learn to pray. He said pray without ceasing. We got to learn how to do that. Comply with that. That means you can pray at any point in time. We ain't like in the OT where they had certain hours of prayer. You pray all the time now. Thank you, Lord. That's one of the reasons why you want to get filled with the Holy Ghost. So when you run out of things to say, he'll give you what to say. We want to cooperate with him. We want to be in obedience with what it is that the word says to me and you. When he says it this way, he expects us to operate and these are the things he wants us to do. Because we're supposed to be in submission to his word. See, when you when you get in submission to this word, then the transformation can actually happen to you. That word submission means to yield oneself to the will of another. To yield oneself to the will of another. Hallelujah. To yield oneself to the to, to the will of another. And see, once again, it's easy to say, but I'm talking about when you when it comes time to do it, you gotta do it. You gotta yield yourself. See, a lot of people have a problem yielding, especially here in Texas. They don't like yielding. They see a yield sign, they speed up because they want the other person to yield. I told you I got the revelation. I found out that when they see that yield sign, they think that that's what the person on the other side is gonna do. They don't know that that's talking to them because they speed up and they'll hit you and make you yield. And you're like, fool, you was the one supposed to yield, but they ain't going to yield. They probably don't obey nothing God say either because there's a lot of Christians in the house of God doing the same thing too. They ain't going to yield. They're not going to do what he said do. I mean, we just simply say, here, sit here. You be like, I ain't sitting there. I'm sitting over here. See, you already showed that you're in the right place. Hallelujah. Park here. I'm parking over there. Every head bow, please. Every eye closed in prayer. No one's moving, walking, or talking than the folk we assign. I'd be like, dang, I assigned a lot of people. And the believers are praying so it could break the power of Satan over the folk that's here. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you see more clearly the transformations and manifestations God wants to happen in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that will cause us to live richer, fuller, and more godly lives. Hope even more that you're becoming inspired to cooperate with God so that He can cause the transformations and manifestation that He desires for me and you to come to pass in the lives of me and you. Saints of God, our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. 
Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you, especially if your desires are draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half the pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. Your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.